Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. And make sure to check out sportshistorynetwork.com slash giveaways. I have two signed books I'm giving away. One is titled No Nonsense Old School Weight Training, and the other is Reliving 1970s Old School Football. How many of us love, as a sports history buff, to go back and remember old players and some of the great things that they've done and the legends and the Hall of Famers and guys that had their numbers retired? Well, we do that exercise today in Major League Baseball, and we're going to talk about some of the greatest number ones that ever played the game of Major League Baseball coming up in just a moment. Hey, this is Darren Hayes. You've probably heard me on the Pigskin Daily History Dispatch. Well, welcome to my journey of learning more about sports history. And we're going to do it by learning about the great athletes and the uniforms that they wore as they both tell a lot about the games that we love and have watched so much throughout most of our lives. These are the chronicles I'm going to share with you on what I've learned through my journey in the Sports Jersey Dispatch. Hello, my friends of sports history. This is Darren Hayes of the Sports History Dispatch Podcast. Welcome once again to the Pig Pen, your portal to all things great in sports history. And welcome to this edition where we are going to talk about one of the greatest numbers in Major League Baseball history of the jersey. That's jersey number one. We're starting at the beginning. We're going to talk about some legends of the game uh, that wore the jersey number one and some of the history of it. I think you'll find quite interesting. But before we do, Let's uh, talk about something else I think you'll find interesting. When we talk about things like this Major League Baseball number one and some of the other podcasts that we do here on Jersey Dispatch and on Pigskin Dispatch, we like to put them in our newsletter. We have a newsletter comes out each and every day, 6.30 a.m., and we would love for you to be a part of it, to enjoy it each and every day. We have new and exciting things happening every day. We celebrate sports history every day. Pigskin Dispatch has all of the college and pro football Hall of Famers on their birthdays uh, talking about the legends and remembering them on the special day in history, uh, date of their birth, as well as some of the great events that happen in football history. And on Jersey Dispatch and the Sports Jersey Dispatch podcast, we talk about some of the great events in sports history that has to do with the jersey numbers and uniforms. We also have a plenty of other articles coming out on the uniforms and jerseys and the Hall of Famers from the other sports that are non-football. Of course, we're covering those football ones on Pigskin Dispatch. So easy to sign up for. Go to the show notes of this very podcast and sign up or go to the top of Pigskin Dispatch or jerseydispatch.com and subscribe. Now let's get into the jersey number one in Major League Baseball. Now, number one is always an interesting number. Uh, back in the 1920s, early 1930s, when it became in vogue and became mandatory for professional teams to have jersey numbers, uh, each sport sort of had its own thing going on. We know in soccer, uh, for instance, the number one has always been associated with the goalkeeper. Uh, in football, Back when numbers started, it was the best player on the team. They would get the number uno uh, on their uh, play, on their shirt. And, and we learned that in IndyCar racing from our guest uh, Tim Coffin, it has a, a great podcast here on Sports History Network. We learned that the winner of the IndyCar the next year gets to have that number one on their car because they came in first the year prior. Well, baseball has its own unique legend of the number one. Back when numbers were started back in the late 1920s, early 1930s, 
the number one went to the first batter, the leadoff hitter. You know, these were the guys that you want to get on base because they had the wheels to steal a base or to be moved by some of these other batters. So that's really the origins of where the number one came from. And it, you, you went right down the lineup. Number nine was your ninth hitter. And number three was your, your cleanup hitter. And your, your, you know, I'm sorry, number four was your cleanup hitter. Number three was the, you know your third hitter, like Babe Ruth. So that's how these numbers developed. So we're going to talk about some really old school players here uh, as well as a few of the newer players but this is a, a really number of full of legends uh, from days gone by that I think you're really going to enjoy. So as we start off as our series here we love to start off with the people that had the number retired in Major League Baseball and we've got a bunch of them here. Uh, a bunch of teams have retired that number. Now, Billy Meyer, who played both catcher and was a manager, uh, his number one was retired by the Pittsburgh Pirates back in 1954. Now, Bud Selig, who was the former commissioner of Major League Baseball, well, he was the founder of the Milwaukee Brewers franchise, and they symbolically retired the number one in honor of him on April 6, 2015. Now, Pee Wee Reese, another legend uh, who was a shortstop, had his jersey number one put away at a further use by the Los Angeles Dodgers organization on July 1st, 1984. Bobby Doerr, the great Red Sox second baseman, and his number uno uniform was memorialized at Fenway on May 21st, 1988. The Detroit Tigers retired the number one in in memory and in honor of Fred Hutchinson. He managed the uh, Reds and the Tigers, uh, and they retired his jersey October 19, 1964 in Cincinnati. Uh, he was retired. Ozzie Newsom was one of the top shortstops of all time, and the St. Louis Cardinals ball club, they retired his Redbird number one uni on September 26, 1996. Richie Ashburn, another standout, who was an outfielder with the Philadelphia Phillies, had his playing shirt encased in glass on August 24th, 1979. And another manager, Billy Martin, who once played second base, but most famously managed some of the great Oakland Athletics and New York Yankees squads. Uh, the Yankees thanked him by retiring his manager's number on August 10th, 1986. So those are some of the candidates we can look at. Uh, you know, but we're really looking at players and their performance statistics. So some of the managerial people and Bud Selig and Billy Martin, sorry, we're going to probably have to, to brush those aside, but maybe some of the players uh, could be doing well in this. Um, we're going to look at some criteria uh, for this number one as we look at it. You know, one of them is being in the Hall of Fame. That holds a little bit of weight, holds some value. We put some points up on the board for those folks that were the number one. And we have a few of those that uh, we're going to talk about. One guy we've already spoke about had his number retired. That's Ozzie Smith. Now, he played the position of shortstop, wearing a number uh, one with the San Diego Padres when he first came in the league, 1978 through 1981. And then his run with the Cardinals was legendary, 1982 all the way through 1996. 19 total Major League Baseball seasons. He batted 262 for his career, had an on-base percentage of 328 with 28 career home runs, but four Golden Glove awarded seasons. Ozzie Smith, one of the greats. He's definitely a candidate. Hall of Famer. 
Joe Morgan, another Hall of Famer, played position of second baseman, left fielder, and third base and center field a little bit, wearing a number for the Philadelphia Phillies in 1960. Uh, for one year was Joe Morgan wearing that number, and he batted 271 for his career, had an on-base percentage of 427, 268 home runs, and five gold gloves, glove seasons. Bobby Richardson is another person we've already talked about here, uh, but he was a, a second baseman, third baseman, shortstop, a great infielder, uh, wearing the number one with the New York Yankees from 1958 to 1966, nine different seasons, batted 266, had an on-base percentage 335, 34 dingers over the wall, and five gold glove seasons. Kenny Lofton uh, uh, played a position of center field, left field, right field, uh, wearing the number on the Chicago White Sox in 2002, the San Francisco Giants also in 2002, and the Chicago Cubs in 2003. These were all near the end of his career. Uh, so to a total of two seasons wearing that number one. He batted 299 for his career, had an on-base percentage of 423 with 130 career home runs and four gold glove seasons uh, out in the outfield. Del Crandall, also a Hall of Fame catcher, uh, played a little bit first base, right field, left field, wearing the number on the Milwaukee Braves, 1953 all the way to 63, 11 seasons uh, in that number, as he batted for his career, uh, 179 home runs and four gold glove seasons uh, at that position. Orlando Hudson is also in the Hall of Fame, wore the number one uh, as a second baseman on the Toronto Blue Jays 2004-2005, the Arizona Diamondbacks in 06 through 08, and the Minnesota Twins in 2010, San Diego Padres 2011 and 2012. Eight total seasons in the number, 273 was a batting average, had an on-base percentage of 411, 93 dingers over the wall, and four gold glove seasons. Jim Landis also played center field in the Hall of Fame, right field and left field a little bit, wearing the number one on the Chicago White Sox 1957 through 1964. Eight total seasons. He had four gold glove seasons, 93 home runs in that great career. Lou Whitaker, uh, you know, another spectacular infielder. Second base uh, was his famed position. Made, got him in the Hall of Fame there. Uh, he wore the number one with the Detroit Tigers from 1978 all the way to 1995 for 18 glorious seasons. 276 was his batting average with an on-base percentage 426, 244 home runs, and three gold glove awards. And how about uh, this gentleman from the past? Cool Papa Bell. He played the position... Uh, all over the place. Homestead Grays, he wore that number one with 1943, 1944 are confirmed. Uh, Larry Lester, our, our friend that was on and wrote a couple really nice books, the encyclopedias on the Negro Leagues, uh, you know, had those numbers and found them from photographs and that and shared them with the world. Nicole Papa Bell batted 325 for his career, on base percentage of a whopping 446, 57 home runs, and two gold glove seasons. Willie Davis, another Hall of Famer center fielder, that played a little bit of the other positions in the outfield too. Wore the number on the Montreal Expos for one season, batted 279, on base of 412, 182 home runs, and three gold glove seasons. Louis Castillo, Played the position of second base, got into the Hall of Fame, played on the Florida Marlins, wearing number one, 1997 through 2005, the Minnesota Twins 06 and 07, New York Mets 2007 to 2010, 14 years wearing that jersey number, uh, batted 290 for his career, on base 351, and uh, 28 home runs, three gold glove seasons. 
Pee Wee Reese, we've already talked about him. You know he's in the Hall of Famer, having a number retired. Uh, third baseman at Ward Number 1 with the Brooklyn Dodgers from 1940 all the way to 1957 and the Los Angeles Dodgers for one year, 1958. 16 total years in the number. 269 was his batting average on base percentage of 377, 126 home runs. Richie Ashburn, another one that's got that number retired. And he is in the Hall of Fame as a center fielder and a little bit of second base, left field and right field. Philadelphia Phillies was his main club, 1948 to 1959. Also played on the Cubs in 1960 and 61. New York Mets in 62, 15 total years in that number one jersey. And batted 308 for his career. Had an on-base percentage of 382 at 29 career home runs. Bobby Doerr, the Hall of Fame second baseman who wore that number one with the Boston Red Sox, 1938 through 1951. 13 years in that number. Had 223 home runs, 461 on base, and 288 was his career batting average. And finally, Benji Molina, he was the Hall of Fame catcher uh, wearing that number one of the Anaheim Angels in 2000 through 2004, the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim in 2005, and the Toronto Blue Jays in 2006, San Francisco Giants 2007 through 2010, 11 years in the number. 274 was his batting average on base, 41% of the time, and 144 career home runs and two Gold Glove awarded seasons. Now, you're probably saying, okay, why are we mentioning all these, the home runs and the on base and the batting average and the gold gloves well and the years that they're wearing that number well those are some of those the uh, integers that are going in into our formula that we're going to plug in and give them credit to try to find out who was the greatest number uh, player that wore that number one uh, in their career and we're sort of trying to compare apples to apples if they were pitchers if they had Cy Young awards uh, gold glove awards you know for defense uh, we'd love to hear that stuff the the batting average you know we want the best ball players and we use these uh, great stats that Major League Baseball provides and we get all of our stats from stathead.com and baseballreference.com some great sites uh there, and you can even find yours truly writing on BaseballReference.com as well as ProFootballReference.com. So uh, take a look at that in the blog post there. So we have all these stats that uh, you know we're putting together to, to take a look at these great players. And we decided with those numbers that came out that we have Ozzie Smith number one in our rankings, uh, followed by uh, Del Crandall, and Joe Morgan and Bobby Richardson, uh, Orlando Hudson's right up there, Jim Landis, Lou Whitaker, uh, you know, great uh, think, career he had, you know, 18 seasons in the number, Pee Wee Reese, 16 years in it, uh, Ashburn and Dewar, you know, 15 and 13 years respectively, and uh, Benji Molina, 11 seasons in the, in the number, uh, you know, Bobby Richardson with nine years, and, you know, Cool Papa Bell, only two years in there, but, you know, Hall of Fame numbers really help out a lot as well. So those are our choices uh, for these top rankings of the jersey number one. And there are so many to choose from, but you have to have a cutoff somewhere. Um, you know, Cookie Rojas uh, is another one that wore the number for, for a while, eight years in there. Dick Green, 11 seasons. Jared Dyson, 11 seasons in the number. Uh, these are just such great players, and so many are from back in the day when baseball, you know, was the, the king of all sports and no, no other distractions there. It was definitely undisputed as the number one pastime in America. But, uh, 
These were some of the best, and we are glad that we could share the memories with them and uh, relive some of their numbers that they had. These amazing jersey number ones in Major League Baseball history. We'd love to hear your feedback. You can email us at pigskindispatch at gmail.com and uh, share what your thoughts are on these numbers. And uh, if you agree, disagree, we'd love to hear them all. And we answer all the emails sent to us. Don't forget to sign up for that newsletter. And until next time, everybody, have a great sports history day. Sorry, but my pitching coach just called timeout and he's coming out to the mound. I think I'm going to get yanked for a reliever. We'll see you back tomorrow for some more great sports history on Sports Jersey Dispatch Podcast. We invite you to check out our websites, jerseydispatch.com and pigskindispatch.com. Not only see the daily sports history, but to experience the preservation of great events and people that play the games. Find us on Pigskin Dispatch. It's also on social media outlets of Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel. Get all your daily sports history. Pigskin Dispatch is happy to be associated with the Sports History Network, the sports headquarters of yesteryear, found at sportshistorynetwork.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Each week, the official Football Learning Academy podcast will take you deep into the history of pro football through interviews with players, coaches, or administrators in the NFL, as well as interviews with Pro Football Hall of Fame selectors, authors, and historians. You'll learn how the game evolved and important moments that shaped the sport into what it is today. And don't miss the Pro Football History Nugget of the Week. Listen to the official Football Learning Academy podcast on the Sports History Network. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.